This is the Going the Distance Podcast. Dude, I'm telling you, when I'm driving a fucking Porsche and living on a yacht, you're gonna be like, oh, I wish I got him in the top guy. You had two picks on two defensive possessions in a row, and you don't win the field position battle? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is a fun show. <laughs> yeah, this is fun. Cool. Alrighty. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Going the Distance podcast. It is episode 22. Today is June 16th, 2021. We are live on Twitch and YouTube. You can check us out. Also, the recorded version on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Before we get into the episode, we got to get through a quick few shout outs. You can follow all of our social medias at GTD underscore sports. Other than our brand new TikTok we just remade is at GTDsports.com. You can see it down below. And last but not least is our YouTube. You can check out clips and other stuff like that from the podcast. Follow our personal social medias. I'm over at, at @ryanbenell8 and Elijah is at Elijah Spans. And last but not least, subscribe to the GTD Sports newsletter on our website, bottom of the page. You can find email notifications for all podcast episodes, blogs, things like that. All right, it's it's been a kind of a slow week in sports, so we thought we would do something a little bit different this week. Um, we're still going to be talking about sports, still going to be bullshitting, debating, doing our normal thing. But fantasy football is right around the corner. So we thought, why not? Let's do a fantasy football draft together and make it a GTD sports team. And we'll just, you know, manage it throughout the season. Yeah. So what we're going to do is like, we're going to draft the team and be co-owners of the team together and then keep up with it throughout the whole season to be giving you guys updates. See how we do. It should be a random ESPN. Are we doing 10 or 12, man? 10, 10. Let's do 10, yeah. yeah. Or right, well, honestly, we can do 12. Either way, it works. I, I guess technically I haven't signed up for it yet, but... No, nah, it's do 10. Yeah, I, I agree. We're going we're, we're gonna to hold off on that for a little bit, though. Um, and before we do that, we're going to talk about some NBA playoffs because obviously that's the most relevant thing going on right now. Um, but before we do that, I want to start with a couple would-you-rather questions. Mine has absolutely nothing to do with sports because... Like you famously said, it's our fucking show. We can do what we want. And so my question for you, this has been inspired by recent TikTok trends and all of that going on and stuff. But would you rather be forced to listen to Into the Thick of It, the Backyard's Backyardigan song, or the Little Einstein's theme song on repeat for the rest of your life nonstop? What, what are you choosing? So it's either or. I'm listening to either or. Yeah, no matter what, you're fucked. You have to listen to either one for this. Um, little Einstein's for sure. Okay, I'm glad you're not a psychopath because yeah. I I can't believe people out here on TikTok are singing the backyard again song and shit. Like Little Einstein's didn't drop a banger a few years back. Yeah, that. Ugh, I hate that end of the thick of the thing. Have you seen that video of the dude that goes um, trying to like get it and then he goes back on it and it's people making fun of them i don't think so okay well it's it's your normal tiktok cringe bullshit so but anyway so yeah i hate that song i just like the little Einstein's one because it has like uh they like made like a trap remix out of it yeah all the parodies and stuff too yeah it's like you like we're going we're going we're going on a trip and like the bass drops like it's amazing it's it's great it's a classic yeah um okay so here's mine and it's your tiktok thing inspired me um so would you rather read apple's entire terms of service or be forced to read tiktok sports tiktok comments for two hours straight 
Uh, see, either one would be awful. You know, these are both all both of these questions are just, are just lose loses. But honestly, though, I would have to take the tick the sports TikTok comments because like there's some entertainment in there, though. You know, think about it, because like it's these 13, 14 year old kids that think they're the next Stephen A. Smith fucking claiming that i don't know just the most bullshit wild opinions ever are like guaranteed a fact and if you disagree you're an idiot bro dude um i'm taking apple's terms of service 100 no way okay because at least out of apple's terms of service i could like learn something every time i read tiktok comments i get fucking aids what are you gonna learn from apple i don't know maybe like a, a neat tip i don't i'm not sure okay maybe i'm learning that i'm selling my soul every six months because that's dude i always wonder about that with apple they kind of like i just recently watched that south park episode um, oh the human centipede yeah the human yeah. or whatever when they, oh yeah like, the you didn't read you didn't read the terms of service it's like why would you sign something without reading it <laughs> <laughs> like everybody in the town's like yeah. oh well, yeah like i read the terms of i read the terms like, of service and kyle's like what <laughs> yeah that's, that's a classic mean. though no yeah. i i would never be able to do that i would never be able to sit through it let alone just, like I hate the TikTok comments, dude. They, you're right. They're they are cancer. They're, they're torture. Worse than Instagram comments, which is a feat I did not think possible. Oh, well, I mean, every social media has its own like you know unique kind of commenting aspects on it. Like NBA fans in the comments, they're ruthless, bro. On Twitter, like NBA yeah. Twitter is ruthless. Well, this NBA Twitter can get like they're dumb, but it can be entertaining. Yeah, like, TikTok is just dumb and not entertaining. Like. It goes Reddit for comments. It goes Reddit, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the way down at like all the way. I, think, I need to start using Reddit more for sports. Dude, it's so it's so nice. You gotta do you like it. how do you sort it though? You know, like do you sort it by like top posts it's, of the week or something? Yeah, or like it, it'll because I feel like if you sort it by new, it's just gonna be a lot of shit posts. No, you don't. You sort it by hot. Okay, and it's like whatever's like has the most upvotes at that time is kind of what presents you it's it's it, it works out okay perfect and then oh also i have a question for you is how's your top shot doing we haven't talked about that in a while <laughs> well like uh like i like to say you know i'm in it i'm in it for a long haul you know i'm not in it for a short investment i'm, I'm in it for the long haul i believe in the future of top shot i'm not doing too hot right now let's uh Let's just to say, let's just say I started out making a certain amount and I'm currently down that amount that I made. Just like mm. complete flip reverse. Mm. Yeah. Like literally Top Shot, they started releasing a lot more packs, which, you know, of course they flooded the marketplace. You know, there's more supply. So of course demand isn't going to be as high. It's the prices just go down. Like I it's such a cool concept. They could have done it so much better. You know what I mean? To like kept a marketplace. Active. Oh, so they're, they're kind of ruining it. They're kind of, they're kind of fucking it up. But the, the way they're doing it now though, is like, instead of these like exclusive pack drops where you like get lucky, if you get one, it's like you reserve a pack. And so every time you reserve a pack, you're guaranteed moments, which like, of course the moments that you're guaranteed aren't going to be worth that much. Right. So like, there's a lot more of those, but in the grand scheme of things, the reason I am holding on to it long term is because I still have moments that were minted in the first year of Top Shot's creation, right? So if like yeah. if Top Shot is a thing for the next decade, then the moments that are the first the first set of moments are going to be the most valuable. So right. th that's my logic in holding. But yeah, it's it's kind of depressing. God damn it! You brought that out of the blue. 
Yeah, and it was. I've been thinking about how because like you were so adamant about it when we first started the show, and now it's like we have literally not even mentioned it. I'm we still adamant about, about it. Off. Yeah. But well, there's only funny. so much we can talk about it, you know? Yeah, I know. Well, just not even like you haven't even texted me being like, bro, my top shot. Like that's true. Yeah, it, it hasn't been excited as exciting, that's for sure. But um, I, I don't know. I'm still I'm still hopeful. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of top shot, let's get into the NBA playoffs. All right, first things first, the Phoenix Suns, holy shit, they're, they're legit. Wagon. They're a wagon. They're a wagon. Swept the Nuggets. Are Do you think they're a favorite to win it all right now? Yes, absolutely. For me, yeah. Because the way that I look at them is that they're 100% the most healthy team in the NBA right now. But I don't know. Even though Chris Paul did get COVID, I mean, he's probably going to miss one game at most. Maybe there's going to be like, some people, I know, including for me, maybe like two weeks, even after I was cleared, I was still a little bit sluggish, you know, because it takes it out of you. Like I slept yeah. nonstop when I had it. So like, I'm sure he's just going to be slow. Yeah. For athletes, especially, there's been a lot of that, that stuff. Too. Yeah. I mean, Cam Newton talked about that. I mean, you feel foggy in your brain for like a while, but Chris Paul is, you know, I, I think he probably wants this championship more than anything than anyone on the planet right now, maybe. Um, just because he's had a Hall of Fame career, undoubtedly, and never even been to the finals because of just bad luck. And hopefully this isn't, you know, I think they're definitely going to make their ceiling, right? Or their floor for me right now is um, is the conference, is is the finals, that they're going to make it past the Western Conference finals. They're so good. That's your floors, no matter what, they're beating the Jazz. Yeah, yeah. Or Clippers, or, I guess. Or Clippers, or Clippers. Um, well, we, we'll talk about that one in a second. Talk about that one in a minute. Yeah, but um, it's kind of ironic, you know. I, I, you know, not to discredit the Suns in any way. I agree with you; they're a wagon. They're amazing. I think they are going to go to the finals too. But in terms of like favorite to win the finals, it's ironic for me to say this now because I was always the one that was like against it. But the Brooklyn Nets are the favorites. Like, I mean, you saw them in Game Five against the Bucks. They didn't have Kyrie. James Harden was still. Eh-eh-eh. They were down 16 points and they came back and won. I mean, it, it seems like they're one of those great teams that's just going to win because they're better. Yeah, and I agree with you. But the only thing is that they're just so they've been so nicked up all year. Like each guy on their big three has missed time this year at any given point. That's that's and, definitely been huge. But the thing and, they've been winning with only two thirds of them. Yeah, but you saw Harden last night. He looked like shit. He had like what five points? I mean, I, something bad. I don't know the exact it, number. He looked. He did not look good. He's not ready to perform yet. So how long is that going to last? Um, how, you know, I have other reservations about the Nets right now that we get into when we talk about the Nets. But um, but that's the reason why I like the Suns because they're the healthiest team right now. And um, they've got the right formula. DeAndre Ayton is picking up boards and scoring when he needs to score. I like Ayton a lot. Chris Paul is the best facilitator in basketball right now. Um, I mean, Book is, you know, just – continuing his ascension and being a really good basketball player um, on offense. And like they have Jay Crowder, who's an elite role player, probably, you know, the best journeyman role player in the game. Honestly, I dude, I tweeted on our GTD sports account. I tweeted Jay Crowder is an elite role player. And uh, I had somebody in the comments was just like, no, he's not trash. I'm like, dude, fuck you. Who are you, bro? Yeah. Well, I mean, everywhere he goes, he has playoff success. I mean, yeah. I don't know if he picks it and he's done it with the Celtics. Did he go to the playoffs? He went to the finals with the Heat. 
He was the finals of the Heat last year. Yeah. He's on the Cavs for a little bit. Did he do anything with the Cavs or? I'm not sure. Jay Crowder, his timeline is a little bit wonky for me because he's Every been to so year. many teams. So many places. Yeah. He started out with the Mavs, by the way. He's I, yeah, Mavs. I know that. So he's, he's like a rainbow him. man. This is we traded him for um Rajon Rondo when the Mavs had that R- R- Rondo for that weird half year and he hated us. Oh, I do remember that. And he like yeah. scooched all over. We talked oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. We talked about that one time. But I no, forgot exactly so, what but, he did. Yeah, the Suns, I plus they made me a decent amount of money so far. Anytime I bet on their games so far this playoffs, I've made money, so I like them. Well, it's because what are they? They they're like what is it now? Eight and two in the playoffs? I mean, yeah, but still. Yeah, so I mean, of course they're going to be winning money. They swept like them. them. Well, one thing that's weird, though, is about – we talk about, like, the Suns and Nets is neither one of them have anything leading in, a, like, a major category. The only – like, for playoffs, the entire playoffs. Like, for example, we have uh, Kawhi leads the playoffs in points scored right now. Giannis leads in rebounds, and Trey Young leads in assists. The only major category that has a Nets player or a Suns player – is three point percentage and it's Jeff Green of all players with sixty three percent. So yeah, of, of course. course, of course. That's but so you know they've been playing out of their minds, right? But then like on paper their stats aren't really matching up, which is just kind of weird to me. So I, I don't yeah. know. I think part of it is because they've kind of been dominating so far in the first series, at least for so far they've just been beating their opponents so handedly for Phoenix for, for sure, the most least. part Phoenix for sure is that they don't need guys showing out because they're already beating them by, you know, 20 points. So it's like, you know, why would we sacrifice those minutes kind of, kind of thing. And then Jeff green last night for the nets just randomly went off. I don't know if you saw that, but I did. That was weird. <laughs> well, dude. And I mean, we talk about like how their big three is missing one, but realistically, dude, Blake Griffin is playing like, like Griffin, you know what I mean? Like he's playing, he's not just a role player. He He's out there. He's producing for him, you know? Like he basically fills in that third spot of the big three when somebody's gone, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, he's been he's been really good for them so far. And definitely, um, he's been really healthy. has been his biggest attribute in yeah. Brooklyn. And that was his thing in Detroit is that he wasn't. Well, was he though? Or was he just kind of bailing on Detroit? I don't know. I mean, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if he actually was. Yeah, it's Detroit. So, dude, God, I just, I could never be a Detroit sports fan, bro. Pistons, Lions, Tigers, Red Wings, they're all bad. Yeah. They're all well, bad. The Red Wings used to be good. They, I mean, yeah, they used to, but they've won a cup, right? You could say that about the Tigers. They used to have a couple good years. Yeah, but they never won the World Series when they were good, though. Yeah. Well, yeah kind of like the Rangers. Yeah, but still, yeah. <laughs> Um, now let's move on though from the net. Let's just skip uh Clippers real quick and go to the Nets because you know we're still on the Nets topic. Still on the Nets, yeah, yeah. So KD carried the Nets last night, big Can time. The Nets survive. Can he do it throughout and get them through the East? That's my question to you. Yes, hundred percent. Yes, I, I, I think KD is the second best player in the world. A lot of people consider him to be the best. I disagree, but. He's top three, without a doubt, best players in the world right now. Uh, I'm not the biggest KD fan, so it kind of pains me to say it, but the Nets are going to make the finals. Literally, I, like I said, I've kind of already said this before, and I'll, I'll say it again. Like, I think the Nets would make the finals even with two, two out of three of their big three the entire playoffs. I still think they would make the finals. 
And that being said, rest in peace to all of my Milwaukee Bucks betters last night. And I know you had a bet on it too, because that was yeah. some bullshit before James Harden was, you know, announced oh, active. Yeah. The line changed a lot. A lot of people lost money on that. Um, so I have reservations about it because yeah, he definitely he can, but can he do it night in and night out for a series against Philadelphia? Who's who they're probably gonna play. Um and I have, I have serious reservations about that because we saw what James Harden looked like last night. He's not healthy. Um, will he be able to compete by the Sixers series? We don't know. And then how can KD's body hold up to being putting it all on him and scoring 40 in and night in and night out? Because that's what it's going to take for uh, the Nets to win with the roster that they have around them. Without You're right. You know, that's, that's a good point. And, and so, I, I do think I, I, he can, though. Go ahead, I, go just ahead. Don't, I just don't think his body can hold up to it. I think he can, but I just don't think his body can. What I'm saying? Because he's missed he's missed considerable amount of time this year, too. Yeah, okay. I thought you there, were about to say something about KD being old, and I was like, his no, body's not there no, yet. No, I was about just, to say. They're just getting just the injuries. that they, they, All those guys have just been nicked up all year. Yeah, they been, have. Which, and, I mean, again, do you think, though, uh, if they win the championship, that'll be kind of talked? God, sorry, I got a hiccup. But do you think if they win the finals, that'll be one of the narratives? You know, like they overcame the injuries and all that. Like, oh, they it still has to won. Be. Like, yeah, yeah. That's that'd be it. Talking about how good they are. Like they, I mean, it's been a small amount of games that those three guys have played together, right? Yeah, I, I wonder what. I don't know the actual number, amount. but I feel like it's probably like a third of their games this season. It's not very much. I can't yeah. remember the exact number. I remember being like, ooh. Um. So. If, and they still win the finals despite that, um, then, yeah, that's definitely going to be, like, things talking them up. And then if they do win the finals and it's going to be really scary, if they can all three be healthy for a full year for the most part in a full playoff run. So I, this kind of question just came to mind. So if you were the Nets, you know, GM coach or whatever, and, I mean, I guess you can't really control injuries, but – Say you had to only play with two out of the three big three. Who are you taking? Like between KD, Kyrie, and James Harden, you can only pick two. Who are you rolling with for the whole playoffs? Well, KD for sure. KD, yeah, that's a lock, guaranteed. Um, and I think it's 50-50 for Kyrie and James. Yeah, that's... Bro, because Kyrie balls out in the playoffs. Like yeah, He plays Kyrie, phenomenally. Kyrie can just have those moments where you're like, oh, wow. Um I mean, he's he's you one of the kind of one of the best ball handlers in the world. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then James can facilitate better than Kyrie. He's a better passer. He has more assists when he does. Um, yeah, when he wants to. When he wants yeah, to get his numbers. When up. he wants to. Um, and he can also be a ball hog too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just take step back three after step back three after you know over and over. I don't know. Over. It depends on who'd be more complimentary of a piece with KD. That's that's. That's I'm gonna. Cool. I'm going with Harden, just because I think Harden would have. No shit. No. Now that I think about it again, I was thinking about late game impact, like in the clutch. And I mean, Kyrie is fucking clutch. So like, yeah. Nah, fuck what it. I'm going do? with Kyrie actually. Katie and Kyrie. Kyrie. That's what Katie I want. And Kyrie. Yeah, Katie and Kyrie. Because like, think about it. They are. I would rather have the ball handler because James Harden, as athletic and amazing offensively as he is, they already have shooters. You know, they can just dish it out from Kyrie to one of their shooters. 
KD can facilitate as well, you know, drive to the whole score whenever he wants. I feel like that'd be a better duo. I don't know. It's uh, That's tough. I'm just going to say, yeah, it's such a tough question. I, I really wouldn't know who to pick in that situation. Yeah. I'd have to look at the numbers and be like, whoever in the guys where it's just KD and KD and Kyrie and just KD and Harden, um, who's better and who's like, what player makes KD more efficient? That's who yeah, I would have to look at the numbers too. Yeah. All right, moving on from the Nets over to the Clippers and Jazz series. Currently tied two to two. Actually, don't they play tonight? The Clippers and Jazz? Yeah. Mm. No, they just, I don't know, bro. I'm tripping. My I've been such a bad NBA fan. Yeah, they play at nine o'clock. All right, so as we speak, the game's about to tip off in a few minutes. Uh, but right now, they're tied two to two. And Kawhi Leonard is out for game five, out indefinitely. And a lot of people in the Clippers organization are worried that he has a torn ACL. What does oh. this what does this mean? Yeah, did you not hear about that? I mean, I knew that he was hurt and he's gonna be out for the rest of the series and possibly playoffs. I didn't know it was ACL. Yeah, they're they're worried it's a torn ACL and he's gonna miss like a lot more than just this series, you know? Like he's gonna be out oh, a while. So I, I think mean, it's that, not for sure yet. It depends because he's definitely done for the series, and I think that that means that he's, they're probably done for the year because – I think so too. I think a team – because like you said, that Kawhi is the leading scorer of this playoffs. Um, those last two games, game six and seven in the Mavs series, was because of Kawhi. Yo, 100%. Um, yeah, like, 100%. He, he took over. He, he took over in both fourth quarters and said, this is my ball game now. Yeah, exactly. No, Down literally. 2-0, Kawhi is – God yeah. tier. He goes, do you see that basketball? That's my basketball. Don't touch it. And that's what he does. And that's what he with, that's, I mean, that's what he did. And with no emotion, no reaction. Just Yeah. Yep. Just like that. <laughs> and so, um, no, p- playoff P, you can't hand- carry the load by himself. No, not at all. Sorry. No. He he played a, what was it? Was it game four where he went off? He had, I think it was six for 10 from three-point range. He had 30 points. Like, he had a good game. It's just, you know, we talked about it with KD. Can he do this night in and night out? Paul George is not one of those guys that can do anything night in and night out necessarily. I I wouldn't really trust Paul George to lead my team. But just in general, without Kawhi, he's not playing. That's for sure. You know, ACL injury or not, we don't know for sure. But without Kawhi, this series is 100% without a doubt. Guarantee, I'm saying a guarantee, the Jazz will win the series four to two. It's over in six. It's over. Over in six, not even gonna give him a game. It's over. Not even gonna give him a game. I don't think All they right. can without Kawhi. I mean, shit. But yeah. here's my question now. Just thinking about the Jazz, you know, everybody this whole playoffs in the West at least has been hyped about Clippers and the Lakers. Why? Because biggest box office names, LeBron, Kawhi, of course, they're gonna be talked about the most. But the Jazz and the Suns. Never got respect from anybody, you know, before the playoffs started. They played phenomenally all regular season. As the Suns were like a plus 1600 betting odd to make it to the finals, which is ridiculous for a two seed. So, like, are the Jazz and the Suns the most overlooked one and two seed in playoff history? Um, they kind of, yeah. I mean, collectively for a one and two seed to be this overlooked the both of them yeah they they gotta be but it's because that you know 
The Suns were overlooked because they were playing the Lakers in the first round, and then it was LeBron versus an experienced Suns team who only had, you know, but that narrative was kind of wrong because they still had Chris Paul and, you know, Jay Crowder, I guess, has lots of playoff experience. But outside of that, I mean, a lot of guys who, you know, just haven't been there. Devin Book, have, they're, they're stars. Devin Book has yeah, a star playoffs. And uh, Aiton and Michael Bridges either. So that was that was the big thing is that and that's why I discounted them too is because I was like, well, I it's know, same for me, you know, I, I can't really speak on it. I didn't think they would go this far. Yeah, well, it's because they're young stars, just but then they surprised us. CP3 has imparted his wisdom on this young team and it's been worked out for them greatly. And then the Jazz, they're a little bit of a different story. The, the reason why the Jazz have been so overlooked is because I think that they're just such a good team, they have so much depth that um and they don't have a bona fide superstar. Like Donovan Mitchell is, is a superstar, but he's not like he's not a top five player. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely not a top five player. No. So and that's the reason why they've been so overlooked as a one seed. Yeah, I think I would say he's not a top five player, but the, in in the playoffs, I would put Donovan Mitchell maybe at like number five for like best playoff player. Right now, I like this series, I'd probably have KD. Like, you know, this playoffs, I probably have KD. Trey Young's been playing phenomenally. Luka Doncic played out of his mind. Kawhi Leonard, you know, like we said, takes the games into the palm of his hand. And then I'd, I'd probably say, last but not least, would be Donovan Mitchell. I mean, yeah, you could make an argument for that. But, I mean, then there's other guys too, like Joel and B. Did you mention KD? I did. KD was the first one I said. Yeah, okay. oh, Joel Embiid. He just hasn't been to every. He hasn't been in every playoff game though. That's my thing. Yeah, that's that is big. Um, Chris Paul. I mean, you can make an argument for Chris Paul too for what he's done. I mean, you know, he had that's his true. first thirty point game in a while to close out the Nuggets. And I mean, just, just he, so, yeah, he's, he went just, off that game. He hasn't been turning the ball over like at all, um, and been dishing it out. Um, Book has been excellent. Um, but I mean, I'd probably take Donovan Mitchell over book at this point because of the experience. I would too. Yeah. Um, which is hard to say cause I love. Yeah. Book. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could, you could make an argument for him to be in there, but at the same time for a one seed, you need to have a guy that isn't, you know, on the bubble. You need a guy who's in there. Yeah. And that's why they're being so overlooked. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I just I don't know if they really have what it takes to win a finals championship. Which is ironic that like the East now has the powerhouse team because it seems like every year fans dog the East for being the weaker division compared to the West. But I don't know. It seems like the East is pretty good to me this year with the 76ers, the Bucks, you know, the Nets, they're all really good. Yeah, they've caught up. Yeah, which definitely is caught about up. about damn time because there's a part where I mean one could make an argument during LeBron's tenure with the Cavs is that the reason, you know, Cavs and Heat run is because they had a free ticket to the finals every year because the East was just so dog shit. The East was dog shit. I can't can't really argue that. I wouldn't say it was a free ticket, but it no, it wasn't I mean, as there, good. I'm not going to say that, you know, he, they didn't deserve to go to the finals, but, like, there's just some parts where it's just like they're coasting. Oh, yeah, I mean, you know, what do you expect when you have LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh? Like, they're going to coast, you know? But, yeah, so... At least that team. But the polarity is caught up, probably because they've been so bad for so long. They get so many good draft picks. So, 
draft system is working out how it's supposed to. Trust so the process. Back. Trust the process. The West is still more stacked, I would say. Um, yeah, it's still just harder in general. To get through. It has more depth. Yeah, I, yeah, that's that's the thing too. Is I think depth wise, the West is still on top, but like in regards to like the top two, top three teams, East has better teams. Other than that, though, yeah, there's a there's a pretty big drop off from the top three seeds to everybody else in the East. But all right, before we move on from the NBA, last series to talk about: 76ers and Hawks are tied two to two. That game's going on right now as we record the episode. So. Last time I checked, the 76ers were up by like 14, so not sure. But um, I know you wrote this question in, but do the Hawks have a real chance to beat the 76ers? Well, that was, I wrote that before the game started. And now Is it bad? Oh, 83 to 95 Sixers. So absolutely. That's not terrible. Yeah, but they're, they're not going to come back. No, they're not. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, so, uh, and they're not going to win. They could maybe push it to seven, but they're not going to win this series. Well, actually, I wouldn't count them out too bad for a comeback. You know, they just came back from down, like, what was it, 13 at halftime last game, you know, to even up the series. Mm, seven and a half minutes left in the fourth, maybe. Uh, yeah, I doubt it. I, I doubt, doubt it. it. I very much doubt it. Okay, well – this game aside, I still don't think the Hawks, you know, would have really had a chance. Um, the fact that they came back in game four to get a win was huge. I was really surprised by that, kind of unexplainable. Um, but, like, the Hawks, I view them as, like, a lesser version of last year's Miami Heat in in the sense that they're a young team, they have a superstar, and they're outperforming their floor, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. Nobody really would have expected the Hawks to compete with the 76ers at all. A lot of people didn't even have them advancing past the Knicks in round one after the Knicks regular season. So, like, they're really outperforming right now. And I think it's just because Trey Young is playing absolutely out of his mind because he loves the villain role, dude. He loves the villain role. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Him and and MSU is awesome. But, um, yeah, I I didn't think that they were going to push the Sixers this hard. And, make it to six or seven games. So good on them for making it this far. And they have a lot of good things to build upon this year and maybe, you know, take it forward with Trey young. So, yeah, I think they're definitely a team within like three or four years. They could be an Eastern conference final, like expected to make the Eastern conference final. Yeah. They have to get another guy. Yeah, exactly. They need one more guy. My question about that is though, is now that, you know, we're seeing a lot of the, stars get older and well into their 30s now are we going to see teams you know we've seen a lot of teams this playoffs perform without having a superstar trio outside of the nets um have good runs like the suns like the hawks are doing like you know the bucks the heat last uh, year the heat last year are we going to see you know a little bit of return to the norm and see more competition and different teams year in and year out or or are these guys just going to start pairing up with each other once their rookie contracts start? Going See, I wish, I wish I could say with confidence that it's going to go back and be a more even playing field, more competitive playing field, but it's not. It's, it's not. I don't think it ever will um, unless it's going to take a long time for it to change, like the kind of super team format we have going on in the NBA right now. Because, I mean, if you look at it, there's like, there's trends in every era of NBA basketball. So like maybe right now for our era, the trend is super teams, you know, and maybe 
it'll take a few years and it'll get to the point where we're tired of the fucking Nets winning seven championships in a row. I mean, people already got tired of the Warriors and the Cavs in the finals. So it's like, I I don't know how long it'll take, but I feel like eventually we will move away from the super team status. Maybe they'll do something with cap space. Maybe like the league expansion to, you know, like how we talked about last week, to think about expanding to Seattle. Like maybe that could shake things up for like superstars. I think it'd be interesting. Yeah. Go ahead. I'd like to see more teams um, compete. And have yeah. new new faces every year and year out. Especially so if they do the the expansion team, how do you do you know how they'll do the draft? They'll probably do something like the expansion draft with uh like the NHL did, but probably not make it as OP as the NHL because the Golden Knights started being good right away. Yeah. And um, NBA, I mean, they'll they'll probably get they'll probably be bad for a while. Both yeah, those teams, I'd probably. say. So, but I don't know how official that is, though. Still, like that. Apparently, it's, just rumors. Just, it's still rumors. But like, I don't know. It's kind of like one of those things where it's like, yeah, but like not officially. So we're not sure. I haven't seen it been reported by ESPN yet. The thing. Okay, like any official source. Yeah, but I've seen it floating around Reddit a time or two. Well, I mean, honestly, a lot of those rumors though that float around social media, those end up being true. You know, if it's like really being talked about it that widely. I would yeah. love to see the NBA expand, though. I would love oh, to see yeah. that. All right. Well, I don't really have anything else for playoffs until you know more shit happens. So, nope. Let's uh, let's do this fantasy draft. Let's fucking do it, dude! I'm so excited. I'm excited. Yeah, I, you know when you said that we should do a mock draft and not do it, and I was like, dude, let's just do or not, you know, not prepare for it. I was like, bro, let's just do a real draft and not prepare for it. <laughs> yeah. So. For those uh, watching, this is literally, we've never, you know, prepared. We didn't really do much research for it. Of course, we have our, you know, base knowledge. Base knowledge. What we know about football, but. All right. I'm logging into ESPN right now. So we're we're picking C-Mac if if we have number one, right? 100%. Okay, cool. But glad we're on the same page. Cool. I'm staying away from Saquon, by the way, if we have number two. I don't want Saquon. Really? Yeah. Like, I'm fine. I mean, I'm fine with that. I don't care. I don't know. He's off the internet. Uh, maybe we'll see when we get there. It's weird too because I've never drafted this early either. Usually, I wait till preseason, um, like halfway through preseason to draft. I I always do that too. I always wait a long time because All I right. wait for injuries and shit like that. And so many good stories come out about training camp. So this is gonna be really blind. This team might suck or be really good. Do you want to do 10 teams or 12 teams? Let's do 10. All right, yeah, 10. Standard PPR scoring? Standard PPR. All right. And we're in. We draft in two minutes. (laughs) Let's go. All right. We're team sports. Team sports, baby. Yay, go team sports. All right, I'm about to pull it up on uh, – we're going to do a little transition video, and then I'll, I'll pull up the thingy. All right, perfect. Let's see if I can expand this to, uh... dude. I don't, I'm just the the new overlay with like the everything being blue. It just makes me so happier. I don't know. It's much more visually appealing. I like it. Uh, I'm a fan. All right, let's talk strategy, okay? 
How are we? Okay. Also, for those that aren't watching the live version, if you're listening to just the audio of this, future reference, I highly recommend you watch the live version. It's just a lot better whenever you can see things. Or, I mean, you can always watch the recorded. Yeah, maybe just maybe just skip to the live, to the uh, YouTube. For yeah, I was just about to say, it, it's on YouTube the whole portion. time. Yeah, it's not even, doesn't have to be live if you don't want, but the visual so, aspect is much better this episode. But strategy, I like to go running back, running back. Me too, good. So, but, unless there's a there's, wide receiver that we need to get, you know. Glad, every yeah, every rule has an exception. For I sure. agree. So, running back, and then if it's like DeAndre Hopkins, I'm going to take him probably. We'll, we'll, we'll agree though. We're we'll, not going to yeah. take, yeah, we'll not, we're not going to take anybody we disagree on. Yeah, but we gotta we gotta kind of go through it quick with the time. I'm curious where we're gonna be picking, dude. I'm excited. Well, there's probably gonna be a bunch of people auto drafting. There's so many always people auto drafting. Um, yeah, that, that's the bullshit. thing. But while while we do this draft, um, we're not just gonna talk about the draft the entire time. Uh, so if you're watching, you know you can see what we're doing with the draft. We'll talk about each pick as they come up. But we'll probably just continue talking about podcast shit like we normally would. Oh, no. The draft has been pushed back by five minutes. How terrible. No, it's fine. All right, let's just continue on with the episode as normal then. And we'll get to the draft whenever the draft comes along. Yeah, what do you want to talk about? Um, Kind of a... Not a would you rather question, but kind of like a what's your favorite ish type thing. So it's inspired by the UEFA Euro Cup, which is going on right now. Absolutely amazing. If nobody's watching it, highly recommend it. Uh, it's basically like a miniature World Cup. All of the European soccer teams are playing each other, national teams. So with it being amazing and everything going on, it made me think about what is the world's greatest sporting tournament? There's a bunch of them, you know, depending on how major you want to go. There's the Euros, Copa America, that's also going on in South America right now. The World Cup, that's a big one. March Madness, college basketball, um, college football playoffs, that could be considered a tournament now. Uh, even the Masters would be considered a tournament. I, I would say that's up there. And then last but not least, of course, the Olympics. So if you were to have to pick one of those to be like the sporting event, what would you pick? Oh, the Olympics, hands down. Why is that? 100%. Because it's like, it's it's a moment to be proud about your country and show patriotism. That's one of the reasons why I love it. One of my favorite sports memories of all time is being like 10 and having my whole family up and down, jumping up and down, screaming for Michael Phelps to win his gold medal when he won by one one hundredth of a second. That is like... That's like one of my favorite sports memories. Of my I life. remember that vividly too. And like, I remember where I was at. I remember like, it was my dad's side of the family and we were all sitting there watching the Olympics, like being there tuned in for, um, for, uh, Michael Phelps. And like, I will never forget that. I love Michael Phelps. I love, you know, I love all the bullshit things that come with the Olympics too. Like all the sports. Um, I'll sit there. I love watching sand volleyball men's too. So don't, don't don't sand volleyball there. is one of the best olympic sports to watch Bro, i like i watch both men and women so don't try and call me a perv um although shout out to team denmark the women's team <laughs> shout out team denmark hey bro hey it's our show man we can say what we want they got some baddies out but, there yeah um 
you know, it's, I, I like the cycling. And even if like the the major sports like soccer and basketball weren't in the Olympics, I would still say the Olympics. Like it is just such a like I will watch fucking rowing, the fuck the ping pong. Like I it, I am a straight up fanatic for it all. Like the Olympics is on blast. Summer and winter too, but summer is way better than winter. Um, Isn't it? It, aren't the Olympics? Uh, when are the Olympics? They're this summer. That's what I thought. Yeah. It's upcoming. When does it's it weird start? Though, I know the trials are going on right now. It'll be soon. It's like next month, right? I think it's next Dude, month. I mean, I agree, though. You know, Olympics, whenever it's on, I'm going to be watching every every single thing I can, you know, because it's only once every four years. Like, mm-hmm. it's you just got to soak it in. And I remember that, too. Like, uh, you brought up Michael Phelps. Most of my olympic memories stem from swimming because my dad was a collegiate swimmer you know swam his whole life my brother swam his whole life too so i'm in a swimming family so i basically had no choice but to watch uh michael yeah. phelps and ryan lochte and all those all those guys but i competitively swam as a kid so that was another reason why it was big for me too oh me too really yeah yeah like yeah, when i was like that. eight to twelve i did it from like when I was like four until I was like 12, I quit around the same time, like around 12. Yeah. It just, I don't know the, the early my, mornings. Yeah. The early mornings the like, just, I don't know. I never liked the whole chlorine and like sitting around uh, at swim well, meets for like four hours just to swim for 30 minutes. Like bro, having a nine year old wake up at six o'clock in the morning and then stuffing them in the most chlorine filled pool you can find in the tri-state area. He's not going to be happy. Yeah. So no. like, I mean, like, I love swimming. I grew up with a pool, um, but my God. <laughs> I yeah, I kind of just, I, I didn't it. like the Speedos too, which I mean, my, you know, my opinion and thought process on swimming now is just completely different to what it was when I was 12. You know, like now, of course, I recognize it as, you know, it's a sport. Like it's one of, if not the most, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know the word I'm looking for, but you use every muscle in your body in swimming. So it's like, Truly one of the best forms of exercise or yeah. exercise. Oh shit. Okay. Draft room. Draft but room's no. open. And I mean, just like I watch, you know, all the track and field events. Usain Bolt is amazing to watch. We're gonna miss him this year for sure. Um well, we're fourth. We're fo- I like that a lot. Okay. I want Derrick can- Henry. <sighs> Who do you want? We're not going Zeke. No, we're not going Zeke at all. No, it's it's between Alvin Kamara and Derrick Henry. That's tough. That's Still really tough. So, okay. Actually, I'm going to wrap up the question real quick before we yeah, get to yeah, the draft. Yeah. So you said the Olympics. I agree. Olympics is amazing. But maybe I'm a little bit biased just because I'm a soccer fan. But for me, the World Cup is without a doubt my favorite. Uh, I just... The passion that's involved, you could say the same thing for the Olympics. You know, it's a very close second for me. But like the passion that's involved, like you brought up the aspect of representing your country. They do the same in the World Cup. You know, it's like it's it's basically the Olympics for soccer only, like the importance of it. You know, it's it's the most watched sporting event worldwide every single year that it's on, I guess, every four years. But I don't know. I I just I've always kind of been drawn to it. So I think I would have to go with the World Cup. A close, you know, a consolation prize. This wasn't on the list, but Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Fucking mint. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't disagree with you for 
I mean, like, I can't hate on it too much for you taking the World Cup. Plus, like, same reason why we love the Olympics. It's only every four years, and it's awesome. But, you know, the Olympic it doesn't have the geopolitical stage that comes with the Olympics that, you know, magnifies it and me being, you know, kind of a little bit of a political nerd and loving history and all that. Like, that makes the Olympics so much better. So, yeah, there's definitely more politics more, involved in the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. And, and Olympic Village is basically, like, you know, a fuck fest. So that's fun. <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah, apparently, like, they get it on. Like, hand condoms are handed out like candy. At All the athletes? Village. Oh, yeah, dude. Apparently, they get it on. No way. Straight up, dude. Swear. Look it up. I've never heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> Just the athletes with each yeah. other. That- yeah. That's why wow. there's so many Olympic, like, marriages. Like, one of the big guys for... The, one of the big decathlon guys. I can't remember if he's for America or Canada. And then he's married to... Oh, he's Canadian, and he's married to a, a female decathlon American one. And they met at Olympic competitions. Dude, imagine all of the future Olympians that could be conceived in at Olympic Olympics. Village. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, can't get dude, I just, can't get I just got that sound in my ear. Welcome to the best day of the year, draft day. Oh man, okay, it's yeah, fucking let's, time. Let's talk. Let's, let's talk this. first pick. Okay, this is the most important pick for those uh, listening to the recorded version. We are currently in the first round. We are picking fourth out of ten, which is honestly a really good spot to be in. I'm I'm really happy with it. Okay, Christian okay. McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook off the board. That's expected. Um. Let's let's take a look. So my okay. So here's what I think for Alvin Kamara. I'm worried that without Drew Brees, his receiving stats are gonna go down a little bit. Oh, Alvin Kamara's gone. Oh, Saquon or Derek? I think Derek. I think Saquon. You think Saquon over Derek? Yeah, dude. Okay, you want to pick a number between here. You just said I'm staying away from Saquon. I thought I don't know, but he looks enticing. Bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> he looks good, dude. He looks good. Saquon's. I don't know. Um, okay, wait. Let, is there? Is there? Okay, 2021. Barkley returns to New York backfield. I just don't know what his injury is like right now. He got injured. He got injured week two, though. Dude, I don't know, bro. Uh, go, go, Derek. I mean, Derek. I'm down to take the risk. Um, it is more risky, but like I think the Giants are gonna take off the Giants offense is gonna take off a little bit this year. I think the Giants are gonna have a really good year too. But so are the Titans. Are yeah, the Titans gonna throw more with Julio. They may, but it may also open up the running game for Derrick Henry. That's what I'm saying, bro. I don't know. That's such That's a hard such pick. A, your mic just went fuzzy. Uh, I don't know what to do. We got 20 seconds. Um dude. My mother told me you are not it. My mother told me you are not it. And we gotta go take one. I don't know who to pick. Pick pick one, pick one. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, we oh. went Derek Henry. Okay. I went safe. I don't know. I just went safe. Okay. Wow. Maybe that that made that was really stressful. That. that was stressful. I didn't like that. I didn't like that much either. Also, I don't know what it is with the mic though right now. It's just kind of like sounds fuzzy. Maybe just try like unplugging it or like reconnecting it and whatnot. It just kind of happened randomly. I can still understand you though. It's not like terrible, but it definitely sounds a little bit like a robot. Okay, that's not good. 
Let's see here. How about now? No, it's perfect. Bet. Bet. Technical difficulties on deck, dude. Every week. Every week. It's whatever. I mean, there's there's something. I mean, there's always never going to be perfect, you know? Okay. If Can you scroll down a little bit? Yeah. Let's, let's if, plan for round two. If we have Eck available, I want Eck. Um... Oh, or Cam. I want I want Eck or Cam Akers. If we have Cam Akers in the second round, I want Cam Akers. Dude, see, I think Cam Akers is a bust this year. Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. Why? Why do you no, like him? Dude, no way. He's gonna dude, be he's in a he's, cr- it, crowded backfield. No, because he took over though. I'm big on him right now. Do you see him last year at the end of the year, bro? He was fucking monster. Um, that's RB two right there. I'd rather have him than Joe Mixon. Let's see. Okay. This, look at his stats for like the last half of the year. Okay. Two touchdowns in the last six games. Or seven on. games. Oh, he had two touchdowns all year, actually. So two touchdowns all year. And that's what yeah, we want to use our number two no, pick on. I do. 100%. I believe in him. He is, he is my guy. Okay, let's just let's just see what happens. Let's see let's who's see available. Let's see who's available. Um, I I don't think Devontae's not going to be available. Tyree no. Kill's not going to be available. Eck. Ugh. I wish we picked tenth so we could get Eck. I love I would Austin like Eckler. Eckler. Yeah, especially really with PPR. Yeah, he's phenomenal. With PPR. PPR. Maybe we should have went Saquon. I don't know. Derrick Henry's a monster though, and he never gets hurt. So yeah, Derrick Henry will still get receiving touchdowns though. Yeah, he's good for a couple. Aaron Jones. I love Aaron See, Jones. Are we picking 17th? 15th. We're picking f- 15th. No, we're 17th. Oh, he's on auto. That's that's what yeah. I was looking at. So 17th. Can you scroll so down a little bit? Yeah, let's look in this range. Najee Harris, no. <laughs> we're passing Joe Mixon. As, as hard as that is for me, we're passing on yeah, Joe Mixon. Yeah, we're passing Joe Mixon for sure. We might have to get a wide receiver. So we're in that weird spot. <laughs> Can you scroll down a little bit more? Yeah. Uh, I'm not picking Antonio Gibson in the second round. I like Calvin Ridley a lot this year, though. You do? I do. Well, I mean, think about it. They don't have anybody else other than Calvin Ridley. But the only well, thing is, see. who's going to be throwing it to him? Tyreek Hill, pick number seven. Okay, interesting. Fuck Miles Sanders. I never pick him in fantasy. No, we're not doing that. Yeah. Oh, Terry McLaurin. Dude, if we could come away with Terry McLaurin in round three, that would be a dub. Yeah. We could probably get we might go Thomas in round three. We might go – we might reach for – we might go psych, uh, running back round two and then get, like, Clyde round three. I like that. No, Clyde – wait, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? I mean, he's RB2. I don't I, – I don't – Or I think or he's we go a back to back too. I mean, look, dude. There's only a certain amount of RB uh, solo running backs we can take. Like, yeah, is, I know it's the true. nature of uh, this is the state of the game here. Let's see who's still available. Adams is still available. Eckler's still available. But, oh, who did that? No. Oh, round two, pick one. Of course, dude. Somebody does it every year. Patrick not, Mahomes. I hope you know we're not picking a, a quarterback until like the eighth round, right? Oh yeah, no, me. Yeah, I agree. Eighth round. Okay, cool. Some, something around there. Yeah. Okay. As long as we're on the same page here. Dude, I took Josh Allen in like all of my fantasy leagues last year, really late in the draft. Good for you. It was good for it you. It was amazing, dude. 
Yeah, but now I got to replace my dynasty league quarterback because it's Deshaun Watson. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. All right, these guys need to hurry up. I just want to get through our first couple picks. Well, I mean, we did take the full amount of time. Nah, bro, fuck that. No, we didn't. Okay, these guys oh, are going fuck. fast. Acres is gone. Shit. Hopkins is gone. Dude, Aaron Jones and Nick Chubb, though? Um, Oh, I'm big on DeAndre Swift, too. You are? I'm, yeah. I, if Aaron Jones is available, we're going to Aaron Jones. Oh, 100%. If Aaron Jones, yeah. If Aaron Jones is available. I really hope this guy fucks up. Please don't take Aaron Jones. Yeah, pick Joe Mixon. Pick Joe Mixon. Or Nick Chubb. Hey, that's fine. I want Aaron Jones. That's, that's I want move. Aaron Jones so bad. Yes! Yes, yes! sir! Yes, Let's sir! Go! You dumbass. We don't even have to take time. Aaron Jones. Thank. Let's go. Bang, All of them is RB2. Even though my one reservation about Aaron Jones is that um, what's his name could be splitting. Andre Williams could be splitting carries with him a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, uh, but a little he's still, bit. still a workload back overall. But I, I really do think that uh, Najee Har- – I mean, not Najee. I mean, yeah, Najee too. Najee Harris and DeAndre Swift, I'm both – both of those guys I'm big on this year. Yeah, the only thing about um, Najee is that the Pittsburgh O-line hasn't been – doesn't have the greatest – Yo, we're already up. We're already up, bro. Oh, uh, going wide receivers. All wide receivers. Bro, we could take DeAndre Swift as the flex, though. He's a wide receiver. He's a receiving running back. Oh, but DK or AJ Brown, though? Yeah, you're right. Oh. You probably um, got to go. D- I think DK, too. Uh, yeah, we got to go DK. The only reason is because AJ Brown has. Dude, but okay. Hear me out, okay? I know Michael Thomas had a bad <sighs> year. Do I want Michael Thomas though? Or yeah, DK but Metcalf? DK is Russell Wilson's favorite target right now. Yeah. Let, all right. You good for DK? I'm good with I'm DK. I'm good for DK. Yeah. Drop right. DK. DK Metcalf, round three pick, locked in. Boom. I'll take it. Dude, I, okay. I'm, you know, not to get too excited, but Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, DK Metcalf, it's a fucking, that's a solid start right yeah, there. Yeah. If we could get um, Keenan Allen as our wide receiver too, that would be phenomenal. I think that would be cool. I'd I think pick Keenan. I pick Keenan over to Scary Terry. I I was just about to say I would rather have Terry. PPR though, PPR. That's true. Keenan gets a lot of receptions, but can he stay healthy though? He did last year. He has he has for the past two years. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Clyde Edwards Lair's gone. Uh, all right, yeah. I don't I don't know what to do. Hmm. Good. Um, all we are at all we yeah. are at all um yeah sorry i know this is probably kind of frustrating because you can't like scroll and control it at all but i know um antonio gibson would be oh no we're not gonna get him somebody's gonna somebody's gonna i wouldn't mind him. having him as my as our rb2 though if we as were a, but we got aaron jones though and yeah, as an rb2 Derek henry yeah it's that's correct that's fine Last year, Aaron Jones was like what? Like the second best running back in fantasy? Well, he had a couple games that ballooned it. He had that one like 40-point game. So Yeah, fair enough. I don't know who I'm going to take this year. I, re- I really don't know. One of my big sleepers, though, I'm kind of curious as to where he's ranked. Um, Elijah one of my, Moore. Elijah Moore. I'm huge on Elijah Moore. I think he's going to do really well in New York. I don't even see him on here. 
All right. Well, yep. Fuck me. Elijah Moore. There we go. Number 216. Oh, so he's probably you undrafted. Yeah, probably. We can take him <laughs> with our last pick or something. Yeah, we. Can, I don't know. We can probably pick him up if we need him. Michael Thomas is still okay. Here's though. Here's the thing. What are we gonna do for tight end? This is big too. See, I am 100 down to wait a little bit and take Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Um, I like T.J. Hawkinson is great. Yeah, um, Goddard is a good option. I think Goddard. he's kind of overtaken Zach Ertz even. Yeah, well, Zach Ertz isn't even going to be on the Eagles this year. Oh wait, really? Yeah, they're going to trade him. Or that's I what they've been that. saying. Yeah, he's he's probably not going to play for him this year. Um, Noah Fant. Eh, I'd rather have Robert Tanya than Noah Fant. Um, John Smith would be decent. John uh, Smith had a good. I think yeah, he may do good in New England. He's kind of ranked lower than I would think. Evan Ingram is fine. These guys I are mean, all ranked like right next yeah. to each other. Well, yeah, because they're not going to go by until later. Because they're just not worth the only guy that's worth picking that early is um, Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey and George Kittle. Dude, oh, who did this? No, Kyle Pitts is gone. Round four, pick one. Of course. And then Josh Allen right after that. Are you kidding me? Oh, somebody picked Kyle Pitts already? Holy shit. Yeah, like they just did it. Damn, what the fuck? Okay. I guess Kyle well, Pitts. You have to remember ours. that some people are really stupid. Yeah, fair enough. So basically, we should just win this league, right? I hope so. I hope that's the case. Um, I hope so. Fuck. Keenan Allen got taken. Oh, All that's right, tough. So that is tough. Should we? We should get a flex. Either, either running back or wide receiver. Either one. It doesn't really matter. So. Here's the thing, though. I I don't want J.K. Dobbins. I don't no. want Josh Jacobs. No, I'm I, not huge. On, I'm not big on Amari. To me, neither. I'm not huge because CD is going to have a breakout year. I think. Um, Mike Evans. That was the one I was going to take. Shit. Fuck. Scroll down a little bit. Julio. Do we think? do it? I don't know. We may be able to get Julio at pick forty-four. Then what about going Antonio as our flex? Antonio Gibson? How severe uh-huh. is his injury? Hmm. He only played 47% of snaps last year, and he still fucking balled out. He's going to take on an expanded role. A good RB2 with massive upside. We might have to. And then we can always trade one of these running backs for a wide receiver. He hasn't fully teal- healed from the toe injury he suffered last season. Okay. Slow process working his way back from turf toe. Okay, let's let's see if maybe there's anybody. Are, are you down with Gibson though if we don't see anything? Yeah. I don't I don't like Chris Carson either. Robert Woods isn't necessarily trusted. Yeah, I think Antonio Gibson might be our best bet. We can trade him for a wide receiver too later on too. Okay. Yeah. All right. Draft. Gibson Gibson it is. Right. I, I'm, then, I'm not as excited about that, but I'm happy with it. That's fine. Um we could take a let's take Julio with the next pick. Yeah, I like He's that. Available. Yeah, I like that. 
even though he is on my don't draft list. But I mean, round five, Julio. I mean, like, fucking it. Yeah, round five, dude. I don't know. We could we could snag Mark Andrews though. No, I'd rather have Julio. Yeah, me too. Probably actually. Tight end, literally the tight end position, other than George Kittle and uh, what's it, Travis Kelsey. It's just there's such a huge drop off. Yeah, Mark Andrews, like he's like one of the premier wide receivers, and he wasn't even that good. Like I'd rather have Waller than mm-hmm. Mark Andrews. That's a good point. I think Waller's gone though. Is he? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, there's I no way he'd be ranked this care. low. Yeah, um, I'm fine with like Hawk or somebody too. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Julio's still there. I'm I'm good with Julio. Yep. Let's pick Julio. I'm just gonna cue him. Julio's our guy. This I mean that could be a terrible pick. Um, let's do it. Uh, yeah. He's cued. Let's draft it. Julio. But I mean, if you think about Julio's average draft position over the last five years. Like, you know, the fact that we got him in the fifth round is actually pretty insane. No, I like I'm 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 okay with it. Even though he is pretty injury prone, um I, he's still when healthy one of the best players on the planet. So um let's go. Should we look at a tight end or should we look at another I, I think, think we, we should, should look what maybe go, go back to all actually. Let's probably pick another wide receiver because – oh, what about Jamar Chase? I I don't know. I really don't. Where – I wonder if uh, Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins, are are they below him? Yeah. T, both – wow. Both of them are below Jamar Chase. Dude, Jamar Chase is a fucking beast. He is, but – He's a rookie hmm. wide receiver, though. That's – I don't know if I can trust that. Yeah, rounds in round six too. You're right. You're right. Um, I think it's worth it. I, I don't. I, yeah, I think if we're gonna take a tight end, we should maybe wait for Hawkinson. I think so too. Yeah, he may. He may end up doing good for uh, you know, Goff. Goff likes tight yeah. ends. Goff did like tight ends when he was in L.A. Big time. And they're also not gonna have anyone else to throw the ball to. He's the best target on the field. So I definitely like going with Hawk. They saw did Marvin Jones June resign Marvin Jones Jr. Did he resign? He went to Jacksonville, I think. You're yeah, you're right. He moved. That's what I was thinking. I was like, he he's not great, but he's decent. Dude, somebody just drafted Rob Gronkowski in round six. Dude, that's I love these random ESPN leaks. They never fail. Dude, where's Tim Tebow, bro? We're taking him next pick. Where is he? We should take T- we should take Tebow. Is our backup tight end? Last pick. Of the draft, take Tebow. Yeah, hundred percent. Is he even available? You gotta like. I gotta search it. Yeah, I'm under the queue. Eight oh six. Let's go. Queue him up though. Oh shit, my bad. Well, if we put him in the queue, won't that like draft him next? No, it'll auto draft him if we run out of time. That'd be oh. kind of funny. <laughs> um. So. Okay. Oh, Kenny Galladay may do really good at New York. Yeah, let's go Kenny. Let's go Galladay. 
Gall- oh, I don't know though. Juju. Uh uh-uh. uh. I take Galladay over Juju for sure. Because like <sighs> DJ Moore too, bro. I like DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Who else is there? Tyler Lockett. We already have DK. Robbie yeah. Anderson. Claypool. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yo. Dak. 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 Not Dak. this r- next round. Next round. I don't right. know though. Are guys picking? We might have to reach a little bit. This is still only round six, so it's like it's a risk. We can either. Uh, I, I think because we you know we're only picking like in seven picks, so. Um. Who else is there other than Dak? Oh, Justin then let's Herbert. wait. Let's wait. Let's pick. Let's pick Galladay now, and then if Dak's available for the next pick, then let's pick Dak. Okay, I like that. I like Galladay. I think he's going to succeed it in the giant for the Giants. All right, I want Dak. I want Dak too. Oh, TJ Hawkinson's Hawk, gone. Hawk just got picked. Okay. Wait. Oh, they picked him. Oh no, I didn't even notice that uh, Mark Andrews got taken. Okay, Mike so we're, Davis. Dude, fucking. I guess there's a reason he named his team Dumpster Fire. Yeah, he's fucking around. Let's see. Well, who else did he take? Dumpster Kareem Fire. Hunt. His last pick wasn't bad. He took Chris Godwin. This is tough. I don't know. Maybe he's banking on CMC getting hurt again. I doubt it. There's no guarantee that Mike Davis would even be the RB2. Justin Herbert just got drafted. Dak's still there. Dak, baby. Dak, 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 Dak. Let's fucking go. Oh, I'm hard. Dak, 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 Dak. Somebody drafted Devontae? Jeez. Devontae Smith? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, Herbert was going to be one of my suggestions. Yeah, I like I like Herbert, too. It was between Dak, Herbert, and Russell Wilson. Bro, Joe Burrow, don't – I think we should get Burrow as a backup. Yeah, I'd be down for Burrow as a backup. If we can, you know. Yeah. Let's um, go ahead and add a tight end. Let's see what it's looking like. What pick are we at? We're currently on pick 68, and we are pick 77. Okay, then... I like Goddard. Yeah, yeah. My Out of these guys, I'm between Dallas Goddard and Johnny Smith. But Smith... Tanyan, Tanyan the, wouldn't be bad, but Tanyan's kind of a, a question mark with Aaron Rodgers. Not yeah, there. Time. Um, Fant, Noah Fant might finally blow up. I've been waiting on Fant. I have. I like Fant a lot. Like I think he could be really good in the future, but I just, you know, Drew Locke is throwing to him. He was tidy tight end eight in twenty twenty last year. That's not bad at all, actually. Yeah, I think, and Goddard gets hurt quite a bit. I see a fucking yeah eighty percent of Eagles games in nine games last season, and he got he was banged up the year before too. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's 26 years old. He is positioned as an every-down player in an offense that is one of the league's most inexperienced wide receiver rooms. <sighs> Consider Goddard a mid-to-back end tight end one. A mid-to-back end. Okay, well, we don't want a mid-to-back end. Well, that's like... Best we can get, probably. Is a back end tight end one. 
I think that we should go Fant. I'm down. I'm down to take a risk. Let's do it. Because if you look at I, I think we they can wait. Have, they, they both have shady quarterback situations. How about you want to wait and then let's wait? Because I think we can wait even another round before we go to Fant. Okay. And if Fant is taken, maybe John Smith. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm well, let's see what's available. Because yeah. if we need a guy, um, let's see. Defenses. How many defenses have been taken? Just one. Is it the dumpster fire guy? No, it's the Memphis Martyrs. Portland <sighs> Sutton. I, I like him, but I don't like Drew Locke. So. I don't either. I don't like Drew Locke. DJ Chark. This actually might be a good one. Dude, I had him on my team last year and he burned me. Really? Yeah, because I was about to pick him or uh, DK Metcalf, and then DK Metcalf got picked right before him, and then I was left with him. And he just he did not perform for me at all. This is going to be weird. I'm so used to playing I'd in the league. Boyd have, than. You'd what? I'd rather Boyd than Shark. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I could see that actually. Tyler Boyd would be a good one to pick. Or Will Fur. No, not Will Fuller. I'd rather have. Should we go Tyler I Boyd? Think... Tyler Boyd. See, the thing is, it's going to be tough. I don't know who's going to prevail as the number one receiver with T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and Jamar Chase now. What about Robbie Anderson? He had a really good year last year. Mm, I'd rather Boyd than Anderson. Yeah. Or yeah, I could see that. Dude, Will Fuller. Will, he may do really good in Miami, though. Who'd they take again? In the first round, Miami. Yeah, um, they took Jalen Waddle. That's right. Oh, I really think we can get Fant at pick eighty-four. So yeah, um, pick any of those guys. Honestly, those wide receivers. Curtis Samuel might be interesting. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I've heard that he's ascending. He's been really with a. Uh, because he's back in that same offense with Riverboat Ron and I, the football team. Are you down with Tyler he, Boyd? Yeah, let's do Tyler Boyd. All right, I'm down. But we'll keep going about uh Well, his thing with um is that he's back with Riverboat Ron in uh and with the football team, and he might be the clear uh, he's gonna be the clear number two with him and Scary Terry. Yeah, Scary Terry. Dude, I love Scary Terry, he's so good. Dad, we're going fast. All right. Yeah, a bunch of people are auto drafting now. Tight end, Noah Fant still there. Dallas Goddard just got taken. Yeah, I think right now is probably the time to take Fant. Yeah, it's definitely the time. Let's queue him up. Wait. What? Breaking news. Oh, uh, the Hawks just came back. No way. <laughs> and beat 109-106, take a 3-2 series. Lead. You're kidding me. I swear to God. Bro, you know, we got a series. I no think the thing. Hawks are going to go to the finals. No. So let's the, not final the conference finals. Well, I mean, yeah, if they win the series, they do. I was going to say, let's calm down. They're not beating I, the Nets. No, no, no. They're not beating the Nets. Um, no. Or the Bucks, for that matter. No. 
Um, I would put a million dollars on the series betting lines for the Nets to beat the Hawks. Oh, yeah, that's free money right there if they do. All right, while while we do this, let's try and maybe keep talking about about shit. So, did you watch um, the UFC card over the weekend? Um, no, I didn't get to. I was busy, dude. It was fucking amazing, bro. It was. Probably the best fight card of the year, in my opinion, at least. Oh, my God, dude. This draft is going fast right now. But it was a really good card. I mean, even the prelims were fun to watch. There was a few good fights, like Chase Hooper and Steven Peterson. They they scrapped for a while. There was this one guy, uh, Terrence McKinney. His UFC debut was a seven-second knockout. Literally, like, they just – they. The ref splits them up. They come together. They touch gloves. And immediately after touching gloves, it's just boom, boom, left, right, jab, jab, and he's fucking out. He just falls back. It was insane. But then um, while he was celebrating his win, he jumped off the cage and blew out his knee. No way. And he had to, like, hobble around. All right. What do we got here? Um, What do we need? We probably need another running back, right? Because we have we have three running backs and four wide receivers. Yeah. Um, I don't like any of these. <laughs> yeah, all these suck. Uh, I guess playoff Lenny. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, but... Do you think maybe we should go handcuff and get AJ Dillon in case Aaron Jones gets hurt? Because I think AJ Dillon might be a really good guy to have on the team. But that that would be good. But also, I feel like rounds. we could get him later. Yeah. Um. Then do you want to get another? Wide receiver? We could always trade them, you know? It's true. Jerry um, Judy, he's not going to do shit. You like, you like, we could try Curtis Samuel. You're high on Curtis Samuel. Hold up. Who's go down a little bit? No, not Gallup. Uh, we could go Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel. I also really like LaVishka Chanel Jr. He was a rookie last year. I did too. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good um, one. Yeah, we could go Curtis Samuel as our last yeah. wide receiver pick. I'm down. Dude, I, <laughs> these guys are probably like, fuck team sports because we've been taking the whole time every time. Well, this is very important. It's very important, of course. Yeah, we can't um, fuck it up. Can you scroll down and see what how many roster spots we have left? We have what? One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, so we should probably go... Defense? No, not defense. yet. Defense. I mean, Let's, maybe because what if these retards start picking defensives before us and we don't get a good defense? Dude, somebody took Justin Tucker. God damn it! That's what I'm saying. They're about to start. They're about to start flying off the oh, board. Yeah, everybody. There's been like three, two yep, defenses. I told you. Oh, All right, yeah. Me. Let's go defense. Let's go defense. Because I like to take two defenses. I want. Oh, really? I like to streamline my defenses. See, I take two because because I'll streamline one or the other two. Makes sense. Uh, I don't know what I want to do here. <laughs> I guess Ravens. Uh, yeah. It's either the Ravens or the – no, the Bills' defense is a little bit – beaten up right now patriots always have a good defense um yeah let's go pats you want pats 
Let's go Pat. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Pat. Yeah, Pat's defense is always. Good. They never. They never fail. They're always good for like a special teams touchdown or some bullshit. Yeah, and last year they had a lot of low scoring games, which is you know good for this. Yep. I'm happy with it. All right, so yeah. our starting lineup is set, other than our kicker. Yeah, let's look at kickers. Let's just get one out of the way real quick. Is Young Hui there? Young Oku. Yeah. I think he got taken. Motherfucker. What the? Who took him? I got to find this. Young Hu Ko, fucking round nine, pick 10. God damn it. Of course. It. Of course. Or Young Ho Ku. Sorry, I said his name wrong. Young Hui. I think it's Young Hui. Oh, actually, yeah, that sounds much that more you... correct than Young Ho. But I Young, love him. Young Hui. Dude, he scored as much points as a running as the RB2 last year. <laughs> like, um, we might go uh, Greg the Leg. Greg, yeah, I like Greg the Leg. I, I see, I really actually, yeah, or, out of these out of these kickers, I would go Greg the Leg or Graham Gano. Let's go Greg the Leg. I'm about it. I think he's going to be, you know, Cowboys offense is going to be explosive this year. He's going to be taking a lot of extra points. Worst comes to worst. So that's what I look for. Yeah. I mean, kicker isn't do or die. I mean, there's also Jason Myers with Seattle. That's a high scoring offense. That's true. Um, I'd rather have Greg the leg. Get those 50 point. Oh, shit, though. He went 24 for 24, 49 from 53. See, but Greg Zerloin took 41 field goals last year. That's way more. That's what we want. Yeah, you're right. Well, I was also with Andy fucking Dalton. So he might, yeah, it might be a little bit less. Graham Gano. Uh Greg the Leg. Yeah, Greg the Leg. Greg the Leg. Welcome to Team GTD Sports. All right, our starting lineup is set. Let's I draft like a it. you're gonna draft a backup quarterback? Or have we gotten a backup running back yet? A fourth running back? No. Oh, we, we wanted AJ Dillon. We wanted AJ Dillon, that's why. Yeah. I think we could oh, let's go AJ Dillon next round. All right, queue him up. Yeah. And then I want let's get see if we can get Burrow for a backup running back or backup QB. I'm about it. Oh, he's next too. Fuck. Yep. I think it's probably more important though to get AJ Dillon. Okay. It's up to you. Yeah, I think so. Cause I mean, if, if we have Joe- Dak and Joe, they're like both kind of question marks for injuries, you know? It's true. Well, Dak's back hundred percent. Okay. I mean, he's listed as questionable. Yeah, but like when they've asked him about it, his his uh, ankle, he says like he doesn't even think about it. Um, all right, yeah. So we're going AJ Dillon here. All right, yeah. But anyway, back to UFC. So the uh, you know the prelims were awesome. Main card though uh, was it was two championship fights in one. Davison Figueredo took on uh, Brandon Moreno. And then my favorite fighter, Israel Adesanya, took on uh, Vittori for the middleweight title, which both those fights were phenomenal. Adesanya, there's there's a reason why he was 20-0, and he showed it You know, this weekend. A lot of people thought he may be out of it after taking his first loss to Jan Blahovitz, but he's just unworldly. He's so good. And then Brandon Moreno for the flyweights uh, just became – 
Mexico's or the first ever Mexican born uh, UFC champion. So that was, that was pretty cool. It was he after he won the fight, he won. It was a rear rear naked choke submission in the third round. And he like gets up to the mic with Joe Rogan. He's just like crying. He's like, I worked so hard for this. And it was like, bro, you're about to make me cry. It was it was very nice to see. But Moreno deserves it. So it's pretty cool. It's always cool to see like a first ever, you know what I mean? Like first Mexican to do this, like kind of thing. Yeah, like the ones that actually matter, not like the first like made up firsts. Yeah, like the like the, the cool first, first player born in April that's also left-handed and likes the color purple to do this. Like they, they they reach on stats a lot. Yeah, so that's cool. That's neat. I didn't know. And, I I wish I could have watched this weekend, but um, I have a friend that I haven't seen in like two or three years texted called me up and she wanted to hang out. So oh she no 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 <laughs> I'm just kidding nothing. <laughs> <laughs> i knew you know, as soon as i said she i was like oh god damn it <laughs> there was also though like to open up the main card a few like smaller name guys jamaha hill and paul craig started it and jamaha hill literally got his arm bent in half backwards and it was dangling while craig was just beating his ass and the ref just didn't stop the fight you just let it happen hmm. joe burrow got picked let's pick trevor lawrence for a backup i like it Damn, bro. Joe Burrow he, either him or Danny Dimes. Oh, oh, shit. That's fine. I'm cool with... I think Danny Dimes is gone. No. Scroll up. Oh, right there. Yeah, shit. Yeah. I'm cool with Joe Burrow, though. I mean, not. I mean, uh, Trevor Lawrence, though. Yeah, Trevor Joe Burrow would have been chill, but... That's fine with me. Uh, I, Trevor, Trevor can be a backup QB. Trevor is going to start in some leagues. Yeah. For like D- dynasty leagues, I guarantee Trevor's going to be starting. Dude, Jared Cook, I remember when he was good. Yeah, that back was, in the heyday. Uh, Dude, I feel like this draft went by so fast, but it also took so long. Well, a bunch of guys are auto drafting too. Yeah, true. These guys are pretty quick. They're also not very smart. Um, let's see. Really is this round? Is this going to be fifteen? Let's pick a. Backup defense. Really? That's what I do. I usually only draft one defense. Well, what's available? Colts defense is pretty good. Yeah, we got – yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I'm I'm actually down with that. And then let's pick Tebow for our last pick. Tebow! That ass. And let – okay, I don't know. Is there anybody that like – do T.Y. Hilton is all the way down here? Yeah, but – there's going to be, since it's a 10-man league, there's going to be a lot of good guys on the waiver wire constantly. That's true, yeah. Damn, Devontae Parker, Jameson Crowder, they're all down here. Damn, maybe we should have done a 12-man. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird, yeah, because I would have thought that T.Y. Hilton would have been way higher. Even Jameson Crowder, I think Crowder's going to have a good year at the Jets. Well, I think the thinking is that did they draft a one a wide receiver? Elijah Moore. Yeah, they drafted Elijah Moore. Um, and then they uh signed Corey Davis, so he might be taking a back seat. Yeah, Corey Davis too. That's yeah, that's a good pick. Devin Singletary, ass. He, dude, the whole the Bills need a running back so bad. Didn't they draft one? No. They drafted a guy out of North Carolina, didn't they? 
Oh, did they, is that okay? Not in the first round. I know. I didn't know that he went to the Bills. What's his name? Oh, Javante Williams. Colts. What the fuck, dude? Literally the pick before us. Are you fucking oh kidding? Oh my god, Packers, Dolphins, Dolphins, Dolphins defense. Dude, they were fire last year. All right, I'll I'll, I'll take your word for it. I like having two defenses. I don't know why. It's just what I've always rolled with. And then are we going to roll with Tebow for the last pick? 100%, dude. Yeah, fuck it. He's going to make the team. Well, as soon as he gets cut, we can pick somebody up because this league is going to be dormant for a while. Yeah. But do you think it's going to get cut, though, from the Jacks? I don't know. Maybe. But if he doesn't, we have a fucking – he's going to be a stud, so – He's gonna be a stud. Oh, it's so funny, dude. I, I dude, see, look, like the Buffalo Bills, they got Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. Dude, what the fuck am I gonna do with that? All I'm saying is that Tivo is definitely gonna compete with no offense by midseason for a starting tight end position. No, wrong. Oh, oh, you mean us? Okay, I was gonna yeah. say wrong, wrong team, buddy. Uh, oh, this is the, the right team. This is our team. Our team. The only team. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I have high hopes for for the bow for Tivo time. Dude, I always how many fantasy leagues do you normally do? Um usually like one or two. I guess this year I'll be doing three because aren't we gonna do like a a GTD league? Shit, maybe. We should probably do one with all the staff. Oh, that'd be fun, yeah. Yeah. Any staff that wants to join. I don't think Alex probably wouldn't, but maybe. Well, I mean we don't have enough staff to build a league, bro. That's true. Yeah, we got to get a staff. Also, uh, you know, if if you if you're listening, go to gtdsports.com. There's a new section on there that credits all of our staff. So you can check out who's been writing for us and whatnot. Did I don't know what to do with this? Oh, never mind. I forgot, well, about, sure. Tebow. I forgot about Tebow. Yeah, Tebow. Well, I'm sure us two for sure. Um, Colin Zach- for sure. Colin for sure. Zach would do it. I'm sure Cole would. Um, yeah, Cole would do it. Get your buddy uh, Brendan to do it. Brendan? What's your friend's name that does basketball? Oh, Colton, yeah. Colton, sorry. Fuck. Yeah, Colton and I are – Colton, like, asked me if I wanted to do a podcast with him, and I was like, shit, I mean, if yes, I sir. can. Like, if I can, too. Like, I, there might be a lot, you know what I mean? Yeah. But if we did one, I think we would probably make ours MMA only, like just UFC. That'd be fun. All right, our draft is completed. Let's do it. Let's take a look at this masterpiece of a team. How do I – where do I go to get out of here? Exit somewhere. If I exit here, it'll exit the whole tab. Uh... I think we may have to wait for this guy, and then I can click like exit draft. Yeah, but uh, we should definitely do it with people that have come on the show that want to do it. Maybe some listeners. Hell yeah, go to oh, my. Should team. we share on? Should we share on Twitter? Oh shit! I didn't even think about. It. Yeah, I, I can do that. Oh, I can do that after it, the episode. All right, final result. Here is the GTD Sports fantasy team about to just absolutely rake through this random ten men. ESPN PPR league. We got Dak Prescott at quarterback, Derrick Henry and Aaron Jones taking up the running back spots. DK Metcalf and Julio Jones as our wide receivers. Noah Fant is our youngster tight end. 
Antonio Gibson out of Washington at the flex position. We went with the Patriots defense and then Greg the leg at kicker. And rounding off our bench, we got Kenny Galladay, Tyler Boyd, Curtis Samuel, A.J. Dillon, Trevor Lawrence, Dolphins defense, and of course, the best player on our team, Tim Tebow. The bow. The bow. I'm very pleased with this, actually. No, decent. We're definitely going to win. The yeah, league. decent. Dude, just, I mean, just looking at our, our core, bro. Dak, Derek Henry, Aaron Jones, DK Metcalf. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They're going to rake, dude. All right. Cool. Um, do you want to talk about baseball, or do you want to go straight to a little bit, a little bit? I was just going to ask. It's already kind of been an hour and a half. What do you want to do? Um, let's just – I just want to say for the, the baseball thing, doing the uh, – they announced that, you know, if players caught with foreign substances are now going to be uh, suspended for 10 games and fined a, like a certain amount. I can't remember how much. Um, but Tyler Glass now just got hurt because the MLB did – and he blames it on the MLB because he had to change up his – throwing motion and how he holds the ball because he would use rosin and sunscreen mixed together to get a better grip on the ball and apparently it's not for more spin rate it's just to get a better grip and that's rosin is allowed though rosin is allowed but not when it's mixed with sunscreen that's so stupid i don't why would you allow rosin then well i think it i don't know It, it puts some unfair advantage not really sure but he blasted the MLB for the whole thing. Apparently, a bunch of pitchers are pissed because they did this midseason. And so, I don't know if Glass now. A part of me wants to go look at Glass and be like, "Boohoo, you cheat, can't cheat anymore." But another part of me is like, "Well, I don't play Major League Baseball, so maybe this guy knows something that I don't." So I'm waiting for another pitcher to either confirm what he's saying or shit on him. Well, I saw Trevor Bauer too. Um... He kind of roasted the league and, and Manfred and everything. Like it was in a post game interview, and he was saying like that basically it makes no sense for them to have like this extreme of a rule whenever the league is allowing rosin. You know, it's like how are they going to monitor that? Because I think his exact quote was like the league has made the umpires judge, jury, and executioner. Because now if the umpire doesn't like a pitcher. Maybe the team's been arguing strike calls all day. I don't know what the deal is, but there's no judgment. It's all on the ump. The ump can literally just say, all right, you're out of here. You know, like check his glove. And also now before every game, there's going to be multiple checks for the starting pitcher in their gloves. And throughout the game, they're going to check every pitcher in the bullpen. I don't know. They, it's it's a little bit ridiculous. The MLB just doesn't know how to handle their shit. They don't, dude. Manfred needs Manfred is Manfred the, no more. Yeah, he's probably the worst commissioner in sports. That's been known too. I don't. Know, this is kind of random, not about foreign substances, but just about baseball. If you're, who are you taking for uh, MVP right now? Because it seems like it's between Shohei and Vladdy, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. It's those two. God, I sh- I want to go Shohei just because like he's doing something that's never been done before. You know I, I do mean? too, but Vlad, bro, but Vladdy's raking. Vladdy's going off, but like, is he pitching too? No, <laughs> it's a good I mean? point. Yeah, he, it's a good point. You know, he's just having another monstrous season. Like, he's not, you know, I mean, if Vladdy ends up with a triple crown or something, then yeah, obviously give him the MVP. But if he doesn't do that and Shohei's still 
continuing his season like he is, then yeah, give it to Shohei. Yeah, I get that. I, I would honestly be happy with either one of them winning. It's I just think at least like in the last couple weeks, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has just been unreal. Like it's insane. I, I you know we talked about it before, just how hard it is to hit a baseball and shit. But like, I just I just don't understand how do how do they do that, bro? He's so good. But he's anyway, for it. he's born for this. Uh, oh, did you? Oh shoot! All right, well we got a little bit of a short love it or loathe it this year, or this this, this week. Not this year, you know what I meant. Whatever. Um, here I got a couple one, a couple more. Yeah, I uh, I meant to add more, but with this new job, I I literally did like the whole outline, like the last twenty minutes I was at work at this little desk job. Yeah, I was I was running around a little bit. All right. Um, do you want me to take over the first or? Yeah, here you go. You go first, and uh, and then I'll, I'll go. So I'll read them off first. All right. For those that don't know, Love It or Loathe It, it's a segment we do. We end every episode with it. We fire off some, some quick topics at one another. And if we love it, we're going to stop, talk about it for a little bit. If we loathe it, I'm just going to move on. That's that. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, All right. So Joe Bamil signs with the San Diego Padres at 44 years old. I love this. I don't know anything about Joe Bomiel. I, I don't know who he is. I know he's a pitcher, uh, but I think it's really cool because what, it's not every day you see a 44-year-old you know, in the major leagues. So I love that. It's pretty cool. Cool the Padres would do it too. Copa America honors Diego Maradona with a 3D holographic tribute. I love this. It was absolutely one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Um, you know, technology has gone a long way. I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but like the visuals on the field, they had a light show on, on the field before the tournament began. And it like made it look like the field was like crumbling and like falling. And then like all of a sudden there's just like this tribute, you see like kind of holographic face, it's Diego Maradona. And then all of a sudden he literally like protrudes from the ground, a 3d hologram of him. And he's just like juggling the ball, like kicking it around the field. And I don't know. It's just, do you know Diego Maradona? Yeah, didn't he just get murdered? He didn't get murdered. He he died. I'm I'm pretty sure uh, it was an overdose. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I thought he was, I saw something that he could have been killed or something like that. There's probably some conspiracies out there, but he had a major cocaine addiction. Like yeah. he would literally there was videos of him literally having his drug dealer deliver his cocaine yeah, to him I've on the sideline of a game. Like yeah, so he's definitely has a problem with that. But disregarding cocaine He's one of the best footballers of all time. He's he's a legend globally, you know, so it was awesome to see him tributed. But yeah, I love that one. All right. Um, Discord is getting a makeover. I love it. Game. I love it. I don't even care. I, I, it's, it's whatever. It's cool, I guess, but. Yeah. All right. Donnie Nelson is out as Mavs GM, and Luca is reportedly not happy about it. I love the fact that Donnie Nelson is out as GM. But I don't love the fact that Luca's not happy about it because you know you got to keep your stars happy. But the reason I love this is because, and you sent out a tweet about this earlier too, is you know Donnie Nelson's gone. Does this mean Rick Carlisle's next? And it seems Probably. like the Mavs really need to make that move. But I don't know if they're ready to do it yet. All right, switching over to you. We got a new series of iCarly is coming out tomorrow. I love it. 
Um, so at first I thought this was really dumb, and then I saw the trailer. And the only thing that I don't like about it is Sam's not going to be there. Jeanette McCurdy is apparently like done with acting or something. So oh. they got a new actress to replace her, not as Sam, but as like another character. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched the trailer. I thought it was going to be horrible. It's going to be for Paramount Plus. And I watched the trailer and I was like, this looks kind of good. Dude, <laughs> like, I have to see it. I have it to. Look, it looks, it, it's my childhood. Okay. Yeah, I can't just That's, not watch it. Love it. Yeah. All right. Lamelo Ball is awarded with the Rookie of the Year award. Um, I love this. I love watching Lamelo play. I would, I would make bets on Hornets games just so I could, you know, be more inclined to watch him play. He's he's good TV. So I'm glad that he he's also the only logical choice to win Rookie of the Year this year. Yeah, I think so too. And then we got Matt Nagy of the Chicago Bears says that Andy Dalton is quarterback one and Justin is number two. So I love this. A lot of people are shitting on this and saying, you know, um, there is going to be some sort of competition. There's some people saying that, you know, you have to have some sort of open competition to garner competitiveness. Well, I think that there will be, but Andy's going to be cemented as a starter and he's going to be for the first four weeks. And I think this is really good because I think, you know, Fields needs some time to get his mechanics right for the pros. And I, I I think it's the right move, and a lot of people are shitting on it. I agree with that. All right, and then last but not least, we got Sergio Ramos, long-term Real Madrid legend, is set to leave the club this transfer window. Uh, I love it, but my FIFA uh, skills, my my FIFA career loved him. <laughs> yeah, Ramos is cold big, on FIFA. Big Real guy on, on FIFA. All right. Well, you know, it's, there we go. That's that. That's that. Done with this week. All right. I hope you all enjoyed. Uh, I know this wasn't really a, a normal episode because we mostly did a draft for everything, but hope you enjoyed that. We thought it would be a little bit fun to do considering there wasn't really much going on in sports other than NBA, NHL playoffs. And, you know, as you could probably tell from our hockey episode, we're not the biggest hockey experts, so – yeah, no, not at all. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, Elijah, this might be a surprise, but we may or may not be having a guest come on to talk about soccer a little bit, the Euro Cup, because by next week we'll be out of the group stage and heading into the knockout rounds of the tournament. So it'll be a little bit more of a big deal. But yeah, that's all for this week, and uh, we'll see you same time, same place next week. <laughs>